Okay, welcome to Don't Screw It Up, a guide to pregnancy and parenthood by people figuring it out as they go. Each episode, we'll be grappling with the fact that someone is depending on us to keep them alive and explore exactly what that means. So this episode is called Staying Fit While Nothing Fits. So we're going to be talking about working out while pregnant. So it's a generally good idea to be healthy while pregnant, yes? Uh, It's generally a good idea to be healthy all of the time. But then, yes, during pregnancy, it is also important to do so. Yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, like we had an episode about eating healthy, so you should probably also be working out and staying fit and, you know, not being a huge lump on the couch, even though you're gaining weight and all you want to do is just eat potato chips See, and I don't watch think 16 that episode pregnant. was actually about eating healthy. It just seemed like it was about you and Nicole wanting to eat all the time. <laughs> Uh, we talked about things that you should eat that are healthy, like, you know, lots of fish without mercury and stuff so that you get like the omega threes. So your, your baby's brain is like all developing and like, you're going to have a super genius. Sure. So I suppose speaking of overeating, um, it's not a good idea to be obese and pregnant. Uh, that's one of those things that there are some pretty conclusive studies that show obesity, can lead to complications like increased risk of C-section, gestational diabetes, uh, preeclampsia, more likelihood of like preterm labor. So uh-huh. that is something you do want to avoid when you do want to eat everything. So if you had planned it out in advance and you're like, all right, I'm going to be pregnant sometime this year and you end up like losing weight beforehand, that's good? Probably a good idea. Okay. Just all right. in general, being obese isn't great. And especially if you're pregnant, like now that's affecting multiple people. Yeah. So. But I mean, okay. So what, what, what is preeclampsia again? Um, I think it's associated with like high blood pressure and, um, the real kind of urgency there is the only way to kind of, it can be very threatening to both mother and baby. And it sort of forces you to deliver uh, substantially earlier than you want. So that's kind of a, a complication that puts both mother and baby at risk. Okay. So you're saying you shouldn't eat everything. You shouldn't be like, you can eat lots of things. You do eat lots of things. Okay. Just not, not like actually eating for two. Don't eat all the things. Okay. (laughs) And try to eat like somewhat healthy things. Yeah. And maybe move sometimes. I guess that's what this episode is about. Moving is good. Moving Moving, is good. Moving is pretty good. You know, like walk when you can take the stairs when you can. Like, um, you know, my mom said to avoid bike riding, but I mean, as long as you don't fall, you're yeah, probably good. Don't fall. <laughs> but I suppose that's where, like, I started doing a little bit of reading on this and that's where things got, you know, I was actually kind of surprised that exercise didn't actually have that big of an effect on the health of the baby and really the health of the pregnancy. I mean, clearly like more fit people tend to have healthier pregnancies, just be healthier, but starting to exercise didn't really affect things like, you know, birth rates or, or birth weights, uh, C-section rates, um, you know, rate of fetal growth. Um, so if you were kind of a lump on the couch ahead of time, and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm pregnant, I'm going to be like super fit mom. I'm going to run marathons and shit like that. Like that's, that's not going to save you from any, that's like, not going to, yeah. that's not going to work. No, yeah. I think if you're fit, you're fit. Um, you know, on the other hand, there's not, really any risk of staying active, being active, 
still you still get the benefits of being fit and being active, which is a generally good thing. Odds are in, you know, a few months you're going to have to chase something around a lot. Maybe it would be good to not uh not be out of breath all the time yep, when you're yep. doing that. You know, work on those Michelle Obama arms so that like you can hold a 10 pound to 20 pound to 30 pound baby. Your obsession with Michelle Obama's <laughs> arms is kind of weird. She's got fantastic arms and I want them so badly. <laughs> Just like, like all the dresses that she wears, like she looks so great in all of them. Would you say she's a big Second Amendment fan? <laughs> right to bear arms. <laughs> See, I got that even before you did the punchline. I'm getting your dag jokes. I know this. See, I set it up for you. <laughs> and I hit it out of the ballpark. <laughs> okay, anyways. So, um, you know, with that in mind, yeah. like I've really been trying to be more um, conscious about the type of activity that I'm doing. Obviously, like... You know, as as much as I really just wanted to take naps all the time, especially in my trimester, I tried to make it more of a goal to like actually get up, like go exercise, you know, s stay like doing cardio things and also making sure that I'm actually strong. Um, I'm not going to lie. I am terrible at forcing myself to go to the gym. <laughs> sure. So what are you doing? So I've, I've been trying to do it in like little ways. Also knowing that I just don't want to kill myself. Right. So like, you know, obviously like walking to, um, you know, walking to work from the train station walking to the train station, taking the stairs, all that stuff that I was talking about, just like being more conscious about just walking as much as I can. Um, but also like running itself is actually really good. Mm -hmm. And so I've been trying to do that um, every once in a while. Obviously, I'm not like super hardcore about it. <laughs> like there was a point in time at 13 weeks, I had this really big goal where I was like, okay, 13 weeks, I'm going to run a half a marathon. This is going to be amazing. I'm going to have this like, you know, medal from it. And I'm just going to be like, look at me, 13 weeks pregnant and I'm still running half marathons. What happened at week 13? Um, well, okay. So back it up a bit. <laughs> I was maybe at like week eight and I was like, hmm, I got five weeks to train from the, for this uh, half marathon. I haven't run more than three miles in you know, uh, six months at least. <laughs> that could be a problem. Pregnant so, or not pregnant. Yeah, exactly. Tack on 10 more miles. Like that was not going to happen in uh, five weeks. Yeah. Uh, just, it, it wasn't going to happen. Plus, I think we were traveling a bunch during that time. Yeah. Like there was no time there to train. There was no way you were going to like be in fighting shape. Yeah. Yeah. So although that was my goal, I, I didn't really plan it well enough in advance. So, um, I do know some people who have done that. I think, yeah. I think Katie did a uh, half marathon during one of her pregnancies. Yeah. See, I really admire those women. Like, and, and you know, that admiration, go all of you guys. Yeah. That admiration is kind of like working out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There are some women who like pretty much, um, I mean like they're doing marathons while pregnant. Yeah. That's doable. And you know, it's not going to hurt the baby. They're not going to get jostled around. Just be They'll careful be about it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, maybe maybe baby number two. Sure. Yeah. There's well, always the next one. Eh, yeah. We'll figure that out later. Yeah. Anyways, so running is good. You know, just don't push yourself uh, really hard. 
oxygen is really, really important. So you don't want to like have to hold your breath or something Mm -hmm. like that. And sometimes depending on the type of running that you're doing, like some people are not very good at breathing during running. So oxygen is obviously very important. Plus like your body heats up when you run. Right. So like, I mean, it's really, really important in pregnancy to not do exercises that are going to overheat your body. Like you need to always be conscious of that. So speaking of holding your breath, you've been swimming. (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> okay, I can't hold my breath for that long. See, that's bad for the baby. Bad for the baby. I can't do that. Bad for the okay, baby. so I have started swimming. Um, I actually like canceled my other gym membership because they didn't have a pool, and I joined the Y recently. How parental of you! Yay! So excited. Plus, they have like like child programs and stuff. <laughs> but anyways, the the pool has been awesome. Like I've been having a great time. It's actually it feels better to like floating in water because I'm heavier now. Eileen. What? Eileen. What? You're a submarine. Oh. <laughs> oh, I am. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, I've really been enjoying swimming a lot. Uh, it's the, like the one problem I had was finding a bathing suit, a one-piece bathing suit that could actually fit me because I don't have a maternity one at this point. I guess I could just wear a two-piece. That would be the easiest way to solve that problem. I suppose so. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. didn't, I didn't really think that far ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. I feel weird about wearing a two-piece while ac- exercising. Like, that's just like a... I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm being conservative for the wrong reasons. Anyways, <laughs> I, I feel like people don't really hit on pregnant women that much. I don't know. They probably know that they, they're, they might be easy. Oh, come on. Gross. <laughs> I am offended by that. I can tell. Also, um, just, you know, something to, to think about, too, if you are swimming, like, the hot tub always feels really good after a long swim. But? But you shouldn't go into hot tubs when you're pregnant, unfortunately. I've read this in multiple places now, and it was really sad to hear. Um, Just because that also increases your internal body temperature, which can be bad for your baby. So can you get pregnant by going in a hot tub? No, that is, no, that is a terrible old wives tale, and I don't know where it came from, and it is so not true. All right. That is not how babies are made. You heard it here folk, first, folks. You probably can't get pregnant by going in a hot tub. No, no. But you, but you also shouldn't cook your baby in no. a hot tub, so just don't. Just avoid hot tubs. I just stick my feet in the hot tubs now, and that still feels kind of good. Okay, that's reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, what else is there? What else have I been doing? Um, are you weightlifting at all? Are you getting uh, huge? Getting swole bra? <laughs> you really wanted to insert that line in, yeah. didn't you? Massive gains. <laughs> um, I haven't been actually like lifting that many weights. I've been a little bit like I'm using some of the weight machines. I'm using a little bit of the free weights, but I I'm seriously sticking to the five and 10 pounders. Like I'm not doing anything more than that. Honestly, like I've been kind of thinking about trying to do more weightlifting because I know I'm going to have to carry a child around. Oh, yeah. And it's going to get larger constantly. Oh, yeah. No, I need Michelle Obama arms like today. But like at the same time, I can't be like lifting way more than I should because like I can strain muscles and stuff like it's not you really should not do that. 
And because you're like, you know, you're more vulnerable, like your abs are being stretched out and like all, all parts of you are unbalanced. Like there's just a lot of things that you should be weary of. So just don't lift way more weight than you need to. Plus, I think if you're in the first trimester too, like when miscarriage is a little riskier, mm-hmm. um, like you know, straining yourself in any way can can pose a risk to uh, your baby. So there's a higher chance of miscarriage there. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking more about me and the fact that... Like, <laughs> you're always thinking about you. You know, you're carrying a kid for like nine months. I know I'm going to have to carry it for like the next nine months, right? And it's going to be a lot bigger when I'm carrying it. You should practice with one of those like hiking backpacks where you just like put bags of rice in it or something like that in preparation. I've been carrying the cat around. That's like a baby. Yeah. You need to be like actually lifting the cat as if you're doing like bench presses, but like with this furry animal. I've actually got the pretty good like mom hip kind of hold for the cat. You know, you kind of toss you, one hip out to the uh-huh. side and rest the cat on that. Uh-huh. Your, hip, your hips don't lie. Seriously, my hips are amazing. <laughs> Dave is really good at shaking his hips. Seriously. I've never seen someone who's got so maneuverable with those hips. No he's brag, like, just fact. I mean, it was like, like, he's like the modern day Elvis Presley. Yes. All of these women should be like throwing their underwears and bras at you. Yes. <laughs> that is 100% true. <laughs> In conclusion, my hips are good for pregnancy. Wait, wait, can you say that in an Elvis Presley voice, though? No. <laughs> my hips are great for pregnancy. That's your Elvis voice? Yeah. That's Wasn't that ter- good? That's a terrible <laughs> okay. Elvis. Speaking of hip shaking. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what about your dance aerobics? <laughs> okay, Dave always makes fun of me because I love Zumba. Zumba is freaking awesome. It is so much fun. It mixes like Bollywood with hip hop with a little salsa. And yeah, I just have a lot of fun doing it. But <laughs> is it going to scramble the baby? All your all your hip shaking. All my hip shaking? Yeah. I don't think so. I think if anything, it's probably like gaining a little bit more rhythm in its life, don't you think? Maybe. <laughs> but I did go to a Zumba class a few weeks ago, and this was, I mean, earlier on. And I, you know, I, I'm used to doing Zumba. I'm used to kind of doing like these dance classes, and mm-hmm. and I'm pretty good at like keeping up with like the class and the teacher and because most the of your music. classmates are. Like middle-aged women. That is not true. That is not true. I was going to Fitness SF before, oh. and everybody was like super young and hip and beautiful. <laughs> and and there were some older people, but like they were phenomenal too. Sure. Anyways, um, I realized that in pregnancy, I am not so phenomenal at dancing. I could not keep up with them. My joints were all like loosey goosey, and like I would, everybody was going left and I was going right, and I was like, "What? What? What the hell just happened?" So this baby is already ruining things. So maybe it's like a mixture of pregnancy brain and like my body just does not react the way that I want it to as quickly as I want it to. Maybe the baby has terrible rhythm and it's throwing you off. <laughs> oh no. I hope not. Baby, we'll teach you rhythm. Okay. okay. I should buy it a drum set. <laughs> okay. That'll help. <laughs> Moving on. Um, anyways, the, the other thing that uh, is, is, has been really good that I'm actually doing more of lately is yoga. Sure. You've been wearing a lot of yoga pants. Oh, yeah, because they're like one of the few things that fit me now. Sure. 
So I guess you kind of have to go every <laughs> once in a while to justify the yoga pants. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but I mean, yoga is good in like for so many reasons, obviously just like the extra stretching and like the strength training that you're getting from, from holding poses and stuff like that. Um, but also just like the relaxation aspect of it. Like, so yoga itself like emphasizes a lot of like breathing techniques, you know, kind of, um, moving your poses around with like the inhale and the exhale. And you're going to use that a lot during labor. At least like, that's what I keep telling myself. Like I'm going to be in pain. I'm just going to have to breathe through this. Inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. (laughs) And it's, it's like kind of helping me cope a little bit. That's good. And you actually went to a prenatal yoga class recently, right? I did I did I went to a workshop um, last Sunday and if you're lucky enough to do one of those I highly recommend it um, check your local yoga studios and see if they offer it um, but if not no worries there's like tons of online resources um, for like adjusting your yoga poses so that you can just take regular yoga classes and just kind of do it a little bit differently than everybody else will okay yeah, but the workshop was great. I mean, it was it was like we did a lot of emphasis on on core strength because you know you're gonna need those ab muscles when you're pushing out a baby. Yeah. There is also a lot of like hip loosening <laughs> and like there are a lot of hip movements. <laughs> My hips are already pretty good. I, I don't know. think I need to go to prenatal I know, yoga. I know, but I feel like you could you could like know what it feels like like. You can imagine what it's like to give birth, maybe. No. That sounds <laughs> terrible. Why would I want to imagine or know what it's like to give birth? Just imagine like a bowling ball just shoved through your urethra. No. <laughs> I, I absolutely refuse to do that. But like yoga would open up your hips so that you can do it more easily. I've spent my whole life avoiding giving birth. <laughs> It's been great so far. Good job. So, I mean, like, that's kind of a lot of what prenatal yoga yeah. is. I mean, it's doing a lot of the same poses, but kind of just readjusting it around to focus on areas that are going to be more important for when you're actually, like, giving birth. Sure. And then also for afterbirth. Like, we did a lot of um, arm exercises, like, to the point where I was like, my shoulders are going to fall Aline off. I flapping her arms like a bird right now. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> like this. Yeah. But we had to do it for, like, 10 minutes. My arms still hurt from that. How do you think Michelle Obama gets them like that? I know, because she probably does a lot of prenatal yoga. I'd assume so. (laughs) I mean, that that is good that, like, I don't know, that you actually liked that class and found that it was beneficial to you and something you enjoy doing. Uh, When I was kind of doing some research on this, prenatal yoga was one of the things that did actually have statistically significant improvements on uh, some areas of pregnancy and labor. Um, You know, women reported lower levels of pain during their pregnancy and actually because of the breathing the breathing helps no no it's like okay continue no 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 continue with what you're talking about what i was talking about yeah uh but yeah one of the major things was uh reduced labor time and this was pretty substantial like two two and a half hours less labor time for women who participated in prenatal yoga Which I would imagine, given the amount of screaming I've seen people 
uh, participate in during labor, like knocking two hours off of that screaming? That seems like a good thing, yes? Yeah, but that's all Hollywood mumbo-jumbo. Oh, you plan to not be in pain? Oh, no, I will, but I, I don't think I will scream as much. I bet you'll be pissed at me. I will. Yeah. You did this to me. I know, and two less hours <laughs> of you being pissed at me, that seems like a good thing. Um. So, you know, in... So along with that, like we were actually just talking to a friend recently and I was talking to her about this prenatal yoga class that I went to and she was saying like she had done prenatal yoga when she was pregnant and um, it resulted in her baby actually coming two weeks early and she said that her actual labor was like super quick. Like I think it was like five hours and baby was out and whatnot. I don't, okay. I don't know if there's scientific evidence yeah. per se that would say that your baby would be would come out earlier, um, nor do you necessarily want it to, but that was just like a little side note from yeah, her. Yeah, seems a little <laughs> anecdotal. Um, I guess in other anecdotes, um, Allie said that, um, you know, she actually had a pretty easy labor and kind of attributed it to just being on her feet a lot. Yeah, she's uh, a nurse. She's a nurse, and I don't know. I think I've actually there heard might that be from a couple other people. There like, might be something to that. To that sort of core strength, just general yeah. body strength of being on your feet. Your your legs are stronger, yeah. and yeah, just when you're ready to push, you just push it out. Yeah, my, was, my mom actually said the same thing, too. She was, like, constantly on her feet while she was pregnant with me up until the bitter end. Your mom's pretty tough. My mom is super mom. Like, she, she was super woman. Yeah. Seriously. Like, she drove herself to the <laughs> hospital. Like, her, I, she felt the contractions, Packed up my brother in the car and was like, well, I guess we're going to the hospital and drove herself like a trooper. Yeah. And then like my dad showed up later and then she just came first. Like, like it was no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> There's other stuff to get done. You can't be wasting time giving birth. <laughs> so crazy. So crazy. But um, yeah. So anyways, with yoga, just generally like as, as with regular yoga, like listen to your body. Like if it, if something feels strained, if it hurts, like I know my back is hurting a lot more, like my lower back is hurting a lot more lately. So I'm, I'm trying to avoid exercises where I can feel that strain and I'm trying, um, you know, to, to use extra blocks and bolsters and like whatever props I can use to make it just more comfortable generally. Cool. So that's my word of advice. So I guess, you know, going from stuff that's pretty good to do, what should we avoid? Um, I've heard people don't really want to do sit-ups or they're worried about doing sit-ups because their belly is enormous and they don't want to squish the baby. Um, I think that's actually okay. Um, it's okay to squish your baby. It's okay to squish the baby. It's soft and squishy anyways. Yeah, and there's enough protection around there. You can do sit-ups if you want. Don't really worry about being on your back. You're not going to cut off blood flow. Um, yeah, I feel like that's emphasized way too much. The whole like not lying on your back yeah. thing. If you're, you're comfortable okay. on your back, it's yeah. fine. Whatever. Um, and yeah, strengthening the ab muscles is a good thing. Um, so kind of along the line of sit-ups, and this is terrifying, but sometimes pregnant women, their ab muscles separate. Yeah. This is that That's horrifying. a real thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually pretty common. Yeah. Uh, Two-thirds of pregnant women get it. 
Um, it's called diastasis recti. Mm-hmm. It's a separation of the abdominal muscles, like the left side from the right side. And that's just because your belly is expanding, right? Sure. So if your ab muscles are not that strong in the first place, like it could sort of more easily separate. And if it's, if it's got that separation, then sometimes it, it hurts because you have only like connective tissue that's holding it all together. Super gross. Yeah. So, yep. uh, so one of our friends, sisters, mm-hmm. um, I think you know who you are. <laughs> um, she ended up having like a really bad case of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it might've actually been because she had like a six pack and it just like couldn't expand enough yeah. for the babies that she had. Plus she had twins too. So like it needed to expand a lot. Yeah. That's rough. And she ended up having to wear like a brace for, I want to say it was a year or something after she gave birth just because, you know, um, she needed to keep her muscles intact there. But again, um, that is somewhat common that can happen. If you're so inclined to continue doing ab workouts, it is okay. It's not going to hurt anything. And um, I found at least one small study that suggested it might actually increase um, kind of the speed that you recover from that as well. If, yeah. you know, if you're feeling up to continuing to work out your abs. Yeah. That's pretty um, awesome. Um, I guess in, in terms of like thing, yeah, things that you should be avoiding yeah. though, just straight up, like don't do contact sports. Like yeah. don't, don't do things where your baby's going to be like knocked around and like hit and no, you know, all sorts no of football? horrible things. No football. What about prego sumo? Uh, no, Okay. no, that's not a thing. All right. Um, <laughs> hockey. Oh, that one made me really sad. Okay. So I play ice hockey and I knew kind of in advance. Well, I, I knew early on enough that I was like, okay, well, I can't, I can't sign up for ice hockey this season because that's a definitely a contact sport. And I fall on the ice all the time and there are horrible things that could happen as a result of that. So I just wasn't going to risk it, but it, you know, I'll, I'll wait till next season. It's all good. Yeah, that's probably a pretty reasonable thing to do. Like, give up a season of hockey, have a kid. Yeah, yeah. How about skiing? No skiing, no snowboarding. We probably won't get season passes this year to oh. to go snowboarding. Mm. But my mom actually went cross-country skiing at eight months. Um, trooper. Trooper. Her doctor was just like, ah, if you're going to fall, try to fall on your butt. And don't <laughs> crush your child. Yeah. Thanks, so I guess. Best advice ever, fall on your butt whenever you can. Um, what else? Um, I read not to go rock climbing. What do you think about that? I don't know if that's entirely true. So if you're not going to fall very far and you're not going to knock your belly on anything and like don't boulder or anything like that, like be smart about it. Okay. I feel like that's okay. Are you just saying that because we went rock climbing? Um, I, I might have gone rock climbing. Okay, but you didn't fall that far. No, no, I didn't fall. Okay. Like, I just leaned back. It was, it was all good. Okay. It's fine. Just be careful. Yeah. Whatever you do, just be careful. And, and you, then, use your best judgment. That's probably good advice for almost anything. I mean, really. Like, when it comes down to it, like, you're going to know what is best for you and what is best for your baby. And you're not going to put your baby at risk that's unnecessarily. Yeah. So, you know, trust yourself. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good advice. 
So next section, baby size. Baby size, baby size. So baby our size. baby is, well, we are 16 pregnant. <laughs> We're not 16 and pregnant. We're 16 weeks oh pregnant. Oh my God. I keep wanting to see <laughs> Frank slip. 16 weeks pregnant, which means that our baby is like four and a half inches yeah. and the size of an avocado. So I have an avocado here right now. I just cut it in Which half. I was saving for my salad and now Dave's eating it. Yeah. I just cut it open. And I'm going to just eat this avocado straight out of its shell. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he's eating the skin, too. No, I'm trying not to eat the skin. <laughs> just even eating an avocado is super weird. Why? Avocados are super good. But I've never just bit into an avocado. Oh, like, oh well, then you've never lived no, until today. <laughs> I'm going to use a spoon. Oh, uh, I, feel you're, I feel like you're cheating. This is kind of weird. Okay. <laughs> Let's All move right. on to picks while I'm finishing this avocado. <laughs> okay. So my pick of this week, just because we're going along with the theme of fitness, is actually this new app that my friend Sheila um, told me about. It's the Nike Plus Training Club app. Um, you can get it on your phone, and it is a free app. So I would highly recommend it because you don't have to pay money for it. And plus, it's it's really good for helping you to plan a workout that emphasizes strength, endurance, you know, like whatever it is that you're looking to do. And it helps to put together a plan for you. In addition to that, like it'll sort of go um, and, and time you and actually show you videos of how to do these certain exercises. So it's really cool. I would I would I would check it out. And cool. we could be like Nike fit friends if you want. OK, I'll try it out. <laughs> OK. So my pick is called uh, Cubetto. Uh, it's What's this, that? So it's this little, um, basically like wooden robot thing. Little robot. Exactly. And the idea is it kind of teaches kids how to program. And it's geared at kids like three and up. So it's this super simple sort of thing. So this little square robot um, rolls around on a mat based off of these blocks that you put on this board that tell it like what direction to turn and it introduces the concept of like sequential instructions and the ability to like call out to an external function to like do repeated instructions. Um, but I thought it was really cool that it was directed at such a young age, um, you know, teaching those concepts of programming without actually using a computer. Mm. Um, can you teach them programming in the womb, though? That's that's where we should be focusing on. Yeah, like assuming you have a USB port in your belly button. How are they ever going to get into MIT if I you know. don't do that? Exactly. <laughs> so right now, our best op, uh, option there is uh, little Wait square robots. Three. Yeah. Little square robots. All right. So yeah, that's Cubetto. We'll put a link to that. It's made by Primo Toys. Really cool little thing. Yep. So I thought we'll that put was cool. the links to all of these um, on our website as yep. always. So that about does it for this week. Um, yeah. You know, check us out at um, don'tscrewituppodcast.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher. We're on most major places that you can subscribe to podcasts. So listen to us. Yeah, and we love hearing from you. So feel free to leave comments. Yep. All right. Thank All right. you. See you next time. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.